Welcome to Pull the Shoot, our weekly podcast where we talk to business owners, C-level executives, and experts from around the world. Our goal is to help as many businesses as possible grow to the next level. It's our hope that by interviewing these business leaders and hearing how they built their cultures and their companies, that you might gain insight on ways to help you be better leader and provide better culture for your people. Our mission is to change the top-down mentality of leadership and help others to create, implement, a transformational leadership style that's uplifting, supportive, and appreciative towards your people. We believe you grow your people, you'll grow your company. I'm your host, Jeff Cecil. This is episode one. Thank you for tuning into my podcast. I know there are thousands and thousands of podcasts that you could be listening to, so thank you for taking the time to join me. In this first episode, I would like to take a few minutes and tell you why I started this podcast. It's been in my mind for several months now, and I decided to finally pull the trigger. So to kick things off, let me start out with a story. You know, I feel that there are five birthdays in your life that are big. When you turn 16, because you can drive. When you turn 21, because you're legal. When you turn 40, the realization that your life is half over. When you turn 60, and you look in the mirror, and you ask yourself, what have I done to make a difference in the world? The good news is if you feel like you haven't done enough, you still have time to do more. And when you turn 80, Congratulations, you've exceeded the average life expectancy, and every year after that is gravy. And hopefully, through all those birthdays, you still have your health. I'd like to go back to when I turned 40. Now, I'll admit, the number freaked me out a bit. I didn't feel 40, whatever that was supposed to feel like. I didn't feel like I looked 40, but still, I was 40. So to prove to myself that 40 is only a number, I decided to knock an item off of my bucket list by going skydiving. Now, skydiving is one of those things that you just always think about and maybe never actually say to yourself, I'm going to do it. But I decided that was what I wanted to do. So my wife and my girls and I drove out to Morris, Illinois and skydived Chicago. We walked in and the first thing they did was have me sign a bunch of forms. Basically, I was saying, if I die, they're not held responsible. And I happily signed it. The next thing they did was show me a video. And in the video, they showed exactly what to expect when you jump out of the plane. When I was done watching the video, they looked at me and said, so how do you feel? I said, I feel great. Let's go. So the next thing they did was they had me uh, go to a stage and they pretended like I had jumped out of the plane and I had to pancake out and show them how I would do that. After I finished that, they said, how do you feel? I said, I feel great. Let's go. And it suddenly dawned, it suddenly dawned on me that they kept asking me that. I bet people start freaking out at one point or another, but I was not going to be one of those people. I was feeling great. So I put on my jumpsuit, my helmet, my goggles, and my altimeter, and we headed to the plane. Now I was doing a tandem jump, so my instructor was behind me. I sat in front of him, and then there was five other people that sat in front of me, and then a whole other row of seven people. They were all going to be going off before me. So we got up to 14,000 feet. The pilot said, it's okay and clear to start jumping, and people started leaving the plane. So my instructor behind me said, okay, we're going to get on our knees. I'm going to clip myself to you. We're going to go on our knees over to the door. When we get to the door, you're going to cross your arms in front of you, fall forward, tumble as many times as you'd like, and then when you're ready, open up like we taught you. He said, how do you feel? I said, I feel great. Let's go. So we got on our knees. He clipped himself to me. We went over to the doorway. I looked out the doorway, 
and realized that I was 14,000 feet up in the air. And immediately my hands went to the side of the door instead of across my chest. My mind was racing pretty heavily, I must admit. But somewhere in that process, the instructor grabbed my hands, crossed in front of my chest, and ever so slightly gave me a nudge as we tumbled out of the plane. I tumbled, I think, two or three times. It's hard to remember because everything's happening so fast. When I finally opened up, we're falling at 120 miles an hour. I realized suddenly that it was really hard to breathe. My face was rippling from the wind moving by so fast. One little movement of my hands sent us spinning out of control. The instructor had to remind me of to cut my hand and to hold him steady. I couldn't see where I was. Couldn't see where I was going. Everything was happening so fast. Suddenly, I realized that at 5,500 feet, I was supposed to pull the chute. So I looked at my altimeter, and I went from 14,000 to 9,000 feet in what felt like seconds. So the rest of the time, I just panicked and kept looking at my altimeter. When we got to 5,500 feet, I pulled the ripcord. Suddenly, the chute opened up above me. The air brakes went on. Suddenly, I could breathe again. I was in control. I could see where I was, and I could see where I was going. Isn't that a lot like life, business or personal? I feel like you're moving at 120 miles an hour. Sometimes it's hard to breathe. One wrong move and you can start spiraling out of control. You can't see where you're at and you can't see where you're going. That's when it's time to pull the chute. See where you're at, see where you want to go, and put a plan together to get there. I was recently asked, what is pull the chute and why did you start it? Well, pull the chute is about leveraging the power of people to help grow your company. I truly believe that your people are your biggest assets. If given the training and the opportunity, they not only help your company grow, but they also be a firm foundation that supports the company when it grows. The days of top-down culture are over. They have to be over. That was created by the baby boomers. It was an environment that gave the people little to no voice. It was over-scrutinized. Pull the Shoot is about creating a caring, uplifting, and supportive environment where people thrive. They're excited about coming to work each and every day. I started Pull the Shoot because the world has changed since the pandemic. Many companies don't know how to manage a virtual company, how to communicate properly with their employees, or how to encourage them in these times. Yes, we'll take a bit of extra work, but in the long run, it'll be worth it. Employee retention is critical to your success. The more experience they get, the better your business will be. My goal over the next 10 years is to help as many small to medium-sized businesses get to the next level by growing their people, which in turn will grow their company. Coach ownership to invest time to get to know their people. Understand their roles, their goals, their challenges. Provide learning and growth opportunities. Ultimately, helping their people to be the best they can be. I use a couple of stats that really drive my 79% of people leave their jobs because they feel unappreciated, while only 12% left for more money. It says very clearly, it's not about the money. As long as you can pay a decent and fair wage, it's really about the culture, one that's rewarding, inspiring, and uplifting, a place where people feel appreciated. Allow them to have a voice in, the, in their position and for the company. Ask for their thoughts on things, especially when it's going to directly affect them. Take time to talk to them and actually listen to them. As the business owner or the C-level executive, you can't be the bottleneck. You'll never grow if everything has to go through you. Someone once asked me, what's the most important thing I've learned over the years? 
I would say it wasn't one thing, although there are two people in my life that have affected me the most. First, my boss at Harris Bank, Miss Wendy Bailey. She allowed me to utilize my talents to be the best I could be. She also taught me to respect, but don't be intimidated by upper management. As she used to tell me, they put their pants on one leg at a time, just like you do. She also taught me that if someone asks you a question that you don't know, don't wing it, make something up. Tell them you don't have the answer. Ask them if you can get back to them. It's okay. Ultimately, if you make something up, they'll eventually figure it out and you'll lose all respect for you. And finally, she taught me to understand the situation. Don't overreact and attack someone. You never know when you need them in the future. Better to have a discussion and work through the issue. My second mentor is my dad. He taught me to treat others as I wanted to be treated, even when they're treating me very badly. What have I learned on my own? Don't force a situation. It will usually play itself out, and the result will be what it should have been. Don't make knee-jerk reactions. It usually backfires on you. Small incremental changes create compound results. And finally, genuinely caring about people. This will create long-term, long-lasting effects that will have profound results. Maybe not today, but eventually. Coaching business owners and executives is really all about what I call transformational leadership. It is time to change the top-down leadership mentality to an inclusive, supportive, and appreciative mentality. What does that mean? Well, first of all, take time to get to know your people. Second, help them to understand their roles, define their goals, and work through the challenges. Three, give them a voice. Let them articulate their hopes, their dreams, and their goals, and support them. Four, encourage them to grow as a person and as an employee. And five, help your people to feel uplifted, supported, and empowered. Over the years, I've done so many things in my life. I've worked in corporate America at Harris Bank. I owned a painting company. I partnered with a neighbor to start FuturesNet, a network for the futures and options industry, pre-internet. Then moved that platform to the internet. That spurred FreeDrive, a web-based storage platform on the internet. From there, I started an internet video company, pre-streaming as we know it today. I built a multi-level marketing company that provided a series of tools to help parents protect their children from the dark side of the internet. I've consulted with numerous companies over the years, helping them to automate their operations. I started Physical, a health-based product company that focused on quality of life product lines. More recently, I worked in a marketing and PR for the telecom sector. As I stated earlier, there are five significant birthdays in your life. The latest for me is when I turned 60 and looked in the mirror and asked yourself the question, what have I done to make a difference in the world? That's when I got the idea of pull the shoot. I decided I was going to dedicate the next 10 years of my life to helping people and companies be the best they can be, helping them to grow to the next level by leveraging the power of their people. I'm currently writing my first book on this topic, and I feel it's very timely given the current post-pandemic environment we live in. And I feel that now more than ever, it's time for change in the way business owners manage their people. The world's in a very volatile place. Work doesn't have to be one of those. Pay a fair wage. Give people a place where they feel appreciated, supported, and empowered. 
The goal of this podcast is to interview business owners and or C-level executives and or leaders in the industry and get an understanding of how they built their culture. What worked with their business? What failed? What tips can they give us for these new and upcoming business owners? I really hope you'll enjoy these shows. As always, I welcome your feedback, good or bad. You know, we can never stop learning. And the best way is from each other. Now it's time to pull the chute and let's change the world together. Until we meet again, stay safe and be healthy.